Hello and welcome to episode 6 of the Rams Review Podcast. Uh, this week's episode we will be taking a look at the two fixtures um, Stoke Away um, and the result at home Tuesday night against Bristol City. Uh, we'll also be reviewing the game at Pride Park tomorrow against West Bromwich Albion. Um, some of your questions and uh, polls off Twitter and Facebook. Um, if you'd like to get in touch, uh, our Twitter is at Rams Review 1, Facebook is Rams Review, and email is ramsreview at hotmail.com. Plenty to get stuck into. Let's start. So then, guys, we shall start with a look back at the game at the Bet365. Um against Stoke, uh, finished a 2-all draw, uh, very entertaining game of football, um, unfortunately um, as we all are Derby fans, um, our defending yet again um, leaves a little bit to be desired, um, but never a bad result, a point at Stoke, um, Derby started very well, excellently explosive out of the blocks, uh, a goal in the second minute, um, wonderful first touch pass move, um, down the left side into the middle to Dowell who flicked it through to, to Wagon and to be fair Wagon he had to make contact but he was more steering it into the goal rather than shooting it um, and a, a fantastic start and you thought wow well you know you go on from this and for about 5-10 minutes Derby uh, looked like they, they were trying for the second um, but unfortunately um, it went a little bit sour after that um, Stoke City got into the game, as you probably would expect them being the home team. Um, they uh, they pinned Derby back um, and they got what was a much-deserved equaliser. Um, probably not before time because, uh, to be honest with you, they, they did miss two or three guilt-edged chances um, in the entire match. You know, there's four or five. Um, and it, but it was it was unfortunate, and Derby were hanging on um, into half time. And in the second half, that uh, that pressure they didn't relent. Um, Stoke and took a deserved lead. In all fairness, and for large parts again of the second half, Derby were really struggling to come to terms. There was a formation change at half time. Um, they, they switched to the three five two, which we've seen. Um, Try to match up with Stoke, um, but it just didn't really help things. Um, couldn't really get hold of the ball. Everything was coming straight back. Um, and then there was just a fortunate bit of luck. Um, Derby got awarded a penalty. Um, me personally, I, I don't think it's a penalty. But you take them when you get them. Because uh, you certainly don't get them all the time. Uh, even when they're stone walls. So we, t- we take it. Um, Waggon stepped up having missed one. Uh, against Swansea, um, put it straight down the middle to uh, Butland, went to his left. Um, not a great penalty again, in all fairness, and Butland was close to uh, keeping it out with his feet, but at the end of the day, it went in the back of the net um, for a, his brace. And then the game ebbed and flowed a bit more. And again, Derby were pushing, Stoke were pushing, and in the end, I think it was Derby who had the better chance of the, at the end of the game. Uh, Waggon cleaned through, Yossifzun played him in, 
and he's tried to lob Butland and got it wrong. Um, Butland makes a comfortable save in the end. Um, it certainly would have been uh, close to daylight robbery if we'd have won that game, uh, especially with the chances that Stoke missed. Uh, Tom Ince at the bar, Joe Allen missed an open net from a yard out. Um, there's a couple of other really good chances. Derby just couldn't really get to grips with them at the back. Um, I've been disappointed with since the Huddersfield game where I thought we looked very solid. Um, and Swansea, we weren't really tested. But so far, the other t- the games in the league, we've been we've not looked great at the back, unfortunately, after what was a solid start. So that's a bit of a worry for me. Um, especially now we're switching to this uh, three-five-two. Uh, so it's technically it's five defenders when uh, when they've got when the opponents have got the ball. And uh, you know you've got Keogh, you've got Bielik, and you've got Clark at the back. And but we're still getting dumped down the sides. Um, we know Max Lowe's playing in a position that he's not used to on the right. Um, Malone taking off at half-time. Uh, still not for me. He's, he's not good enough uh, for Derby. I really don't think he is. Um, just doesn't contribute. His defensive positioning, I've mentioned before, is just so much at question. It's uh, really, really poor. Um, and to be fair, Stokes' um, second goal was from a poor defensive mistake. Um, and it'll come back and haunt you Um, positives uh, Jack Marriott got some minutes on the pitch Um, I believe Jason Knight got onto the pitch Um, and in all fairness there was relentless pressure but Derby managed to ride it out and could have and should have snuck it in all fairness Um, so it's a solid point um, but it, it's, it's a worry how controlling they were of the game, Stoke. The, the Derby just couldn't get out the traps. Um, we got pegged in quite a lot. Um, it's a bit of a worry for me, that, uh, to be perfectly honest with you. So, it is what it is. It was a point. Um, we then... You know, you look to build on that. Any point away from home's a, a good point. You look to build on it. Um, with Bristol City coming to Pride Park on Tuesday night, and it didn't really materialise in that way, unfortunately. Um, Derby losing the game two-one. Um, after what was a a slow start, um, but it, it was an even game um, to start off with. Um, a terrible mix-up in Derby's defence, uh, not clearing the lines properly, um, giving Bristol City far too much time on the ball. I think it's Casey Palmer, the ex-Ram, picks the ball up, spins it into uh, Vyman, um, obviously another ex-Ram, and he's danced it around practically three uh, defenders and sorted it into the corner. And we were just stagnant. We just watched him do it. We watched him take hold of the ball. We watched him control the ball. We watched him try and wiggle his way through and without really stopping anybody's trying to stop him. Um, I wouldn't say it was a deserved lead, but it, it was it was a lead nevertheless. But it was one of those I was there. Um, it was a case of, OK, we've gone 1-0 down after about 17 minutes. Now we'll kick on. And we started to grow into the game. Um we had a couple of great chances. Mason Bennett missed one. A good save from the keeper. Tom Lawrence missed one. Another top save, to be fair, from the keeper. Um, Kieran Dowell had a shot from the edge of the box, which unfortunately uh, was charged down because uh, it looked like he'd got a bit of venom behind it and it was certainly going on target. 
Um, and then it was it was a close game, a close knit game. Derby look actually looked pretty good. I, I wouldn't say they were perfect, but the one negative was that the passing was very sloppy. Um, we just couldn't string three passes together, and and it controlled as well. It was just bouncing off us. Um, we were trying the one touch neat move, yeah, that, that led to the goal at Stoke on the Saturday, um, and it just didn't quite work for Derby uh, on Tuesday. Um, there's a lot of effort. I, I, I won't knock that. Um, they were they huffed and puffed and tried, it just never really got going. Um, it, it wasn't free flowing, and then the sucker punch comes. Uh, on the, right on the stroke of half time um, I think it was a poor ball out the back from Kyo to Roos uh, back to the goalkeeper who scuffed his clearance a bit to be fair and they pinged it down the right and Scott Malone's tried to dance the ball around his uh, his winger um, and he's got caught out and the ball comes firing across and to be fair again a couple of Derby defenders stop ball watching and it gets slammed home by Bristol City's captain on the edge of the box and what was um, there was booze at half time from the Derby fans, which uh, is a bit harsh, I think. But you know, it was a case of it wasn't we were that bad. It was a it was if so, you know if we could get hold of the game, just get somebody get hold of it by the scruff of the neck, we were still in it. Um, but in all fairness, I don't think really Bristol City got out of second gear. Um, second half much better. Um, but you know when an away side come, has got a two no lead, um, they can camp. Uh, they can have two banks of four. They can go. Come on, then you've got the ball. You know, go for it and try and break us down. Um, and we'd struggled to break them down fully um, in the first half when it was a bit more open. Um, it, a lot of long balls. Um, but they just couldn't find the space um, to get in and behind them. Um, unfortunately. Um, but we did get a goal in the end. Um, Yossef Zoon cutting in off the right um, and passes it to Jack Marriott, who came on. Um, I think Yossef Zoon was expecting a, a one-two, a touch and go, but Marriott swivelled on, took a touch, swivelled on it, and stroked it with his left foot into the top right-hand corner. An absolute beauty of a goal. Um, it's what that man does. It's why so many fans are screaming for him um, to be in that first team because that's what he can do. Um, unfortunately he's just not fully fit at the moment um, and he needs to be in this derby side there's no two ways about it he will create something out of nothing and I think that was what it was one of those games on Tuesday night um, derby didn't create any good opportunities open opportunities from open play it was always good it, it looked like it was going to take one of those to get him in the game um, and unfortunately it was too little too late uh, with only six minutes to go um, they again, they tried, they pushed um, but ultimately it's Derby's uh, a defeat for Derby for the, for the first time this season and it's, unfor it's, it's frustrating because I said, there was elements of the game that Derby looked composed in um, I still think, and I've said it um, in comments on Twitter and Facebook. If this team can click soon, I think we'll, I think we're in. You know, they they really are going to be um, up there because you can see the qualities there. They're trying. They, you know, they they're looking at uh, Koku's way of doing things. Um, they're trying. Um, I think the energy levels 
um, can sometimes be a little left a little bit to to be desired. Um, I think personnel um, so far this season, some personnel, um, as I say, Scott Malone, not for me. I didn't particularly rate him very much last season. Um, Tom Lawrence has got to do more. Yossif Zoon's got to do more. Kieran Dowell, who had a cracking game against Stoke, in all fairness, uh, again, sort of went missing. Um, he's just a bystander, which is no good. It's certainly in the middle of the park. Um, obviously, Tom Lawrence, as I say, you know, Waghorn, a quietish game for him. Um, but you get that, I suppose, when you're leading the line. Um, it wasn't when you know um, Marriott came on and we switched to uh, two up top. Uh, you know that you could see the link-up play there. I think that's the way that Koku wants to play it. In all fairness, I think he wants two up top. He said in his uh, interview after that uh, he, he admires Jack Marriott and his, Jack Marriott and his qualities. But it's just about getting him fully fit, getting him on that pitch. Um, I, I'd say up top with Waggon. Um, the balance in the midfield's just not right. Um, for me, I'd, I'd be putting Graham Shinney in there. Um, somebody who likes to stick a boot in, get hold of the ball. Kieran Dowell isn't that type of player. Tom Huddleston isn't that type of player. Um, I think Huddleston, I'm sorry, I'm not too sure. I still think Bielik should be playing there, obviously, although he's been slotted into the back three. Um, it'd be interesting to see if any of that changes. Um, need to see uh, Dwayne Holmes in this side, who has just finished two uh, under-23 games this week. So he's building up his fitness, so that's good. Um, in fact, he play, uh, scored um, and, and and assisted against uh, Tottenham uh, the other night. So uh, that's good news. Uh, get him in this side. And, and he's he's going to create chances. It's going to be, it's going to help. It's going to help creating chances, and then you know get Marriott fully fit, and we'll we'll, we'll score goals. There's no doubt about that. Um, and. Although when I say this, it's a little bit harsh. I think you take Scott Malone out, I think that saves two, if not three goals we've conceded already this season. Um, so things look a lot more rosy. Um, but that's stats-wise, I must admit performance-wise, we've we've been not not quite as good as that. Um, but, you know, I said in the podcast last week, um, I'd have liked four points out of those two games. Um, and we only got one. Um, I did... Pre- Unfortunate. Um, it's not the end of the world. It's only the first defeat uh, in, uh, in the four games. Um, we've got a quick chance to turn it round now. Um, and I think tomorrow's a big game. If Derby want to make an impression early on, um, which you know, obviously we know you don't have to. Certain teams who've made that charge into the playoffs before uh, haven't really started picking up results until around Christmas time. Um, but you don't want to be like that. You know, you want to get in there, get amongst it early, because um, you know you're going to you're going to have a wobble at some point in the season. Um, so you may as well have it when you're right up there, uh, you know, or rather than being five ten points behind um, from a slow start. So it's always better to have points on the board. Um, there's things that need to change, but as I say, it's it's just going to take time. It's just going to take time. Um, they really could do with getting a result tomorrow against West Brom. That would really give them the boost, uh, I think. Um, but it's not going to be easy, as we well know. Uh, I mean, we were 4-1 winners away last year against them. We won at home, obviously, on the last day of the season to get to secure our place in the playoffs, uh, 3-1. But um, 
no, uh, they've got some real quality. They've got some real quality. Um, and Derby are really going to have to be at their best um, tomorrow to get anything out of it, I've got a feeling. Um, I'm going to say, as a prediction, I think I've said Derby's going to win the last two, and they haven't. Um, I think it is going to be tough tomorrow. I think the firepower that West Brom possess is going to cause Derby a few problems. Um, so I don't. I can certainly see West Brom getting on the on the score sheet at least once, if not twice. Um, have Derby got enough in the locker? We need that first home win, otherwise the pressure is going to start to build. I'm going to say it is going to be either 2-2 or 3-2 to Derby. I'm on the fence with that. I'm not 100% sure which way it's going to go. I think it will all depend on who gets the first goal, um, to be honest with you. We know we can compete with these teams. Um, we know we need to start proving it a little bit more. Um, but as I say, it's early days at the minute. So we, we've got to try. We've got to push. Um, we've got to do what we can. Keep fighting. Keep keep trying, keep playing the way. Because uh, I say, we've seen glimpses. We have seen glimpses um, of the way that they they want to work, the, the way that Koku wants them to work. We've seen bits and pieces on the pitch that we, you know, we can, the ideas there, the thoughts there, if you will. Um, unfortunately, the execution's just off. Uh, but as I say, I still don't think we've got the right balance in the side. Um Especially if we switch to the three-five-two. I mean, you know, we've got to get Max Lowe out over onto the left. Get rid of Malone straight away. It's just not good enough. Um, we need Bogle back. We've been told uh, Koku's mentioned that he's not going to be back until after the international break, at least. Um, but he should be getting close. Um, Dwayne Holmes again. I think probably tomorrow comes a bit too early for him. He might end up seeing him getting a bit of a run out against Forest, which we'll come on to in a minute on Tuesday in the cup. Um, I'd like to see Marriott get some minutes tomorrow, a good half, a good, good forty-five minutes if possible. Uh, do we do we start him? I still don't think he's a hundred percent fit. So I still think you're bedding him in. Um, I think it's. The only real change I can see for tomorrow's game is Scott Malone coming out of the squad. Um, he's been um, accused of uh, some foul and abusive language towards fans. Um, he's quite got a bit of a question of his performance, certainly his attitude at the minute. It's just something not right there. Um, so I'd be I'd be taking him out. Um, we know Shinny can play left back. I, mean, I wouldn't want to see Shinny playing left back. I must admit. I think obviously Max Lowe, but then it's who do you play at right back? Um, Joseph Zoon is definitely no right wing back. Um, obviously, whilst we haven't got Bogle, it's going to be difficult. We know uh, Dwayne Holmes can play there. Um, I think that could suit him, but again, I think tomorrow's going to be a bit too early for him. Um, so. We're going to wait and see, but I'd like to see Shinny coming in. I think we're missing some, we're certainly missing creativity in the midfield, but I think we're missing some bite as well. Um, and I think Shinny brings that. Um, not been, Still not been impressed with Dow. Other than, I say, the Stoke performance, he, he was in, involved, but he's been a bystander in every other game. And it's no good having somebody who's a one in five player. Um, Huddleston. It's just the pace of him is a bit too slow, especially when you want to move through the lines like um, Koku's trying to. We need somebody a bit more energetic, energetic in there. Um, 
and we we seriously need a performance from one of the wingers. Uh, obviously, uh, Patterson couldn't have played Tuesday uh, in terms of his loan agreement, um, so it'll be interesting to see how much he's involved tomorrow. Um, I can see him starting if he if he's fully fit. I can see him starting. Um, we just we need they need to the wingers need to show something. You know, we've got to start creating a bit more. We've got to start putting these chances away. Um, it's going to be a very tough slog tomorrow. There's no doubt about that. And chances might be, you know, few and far between. And we, it's possibly going to be against a team like West Brom. You're going to expect that it's going to have to be, you know, a piece of quality, really, um, to break them down to, to score a goal. So I hope Derby bring that tomorrow. Cause I don't think we've seen enough of it. Certainly not seen it since the Huddersfield game. I mean, if we'd have played every game like we did against Huddersfield, I think we'd have won all four. So it just goes to show you that they can do it. Um, and I'm not quite sure why it's gone wrong all of a sudden. Well, I say all of a sudden it's gone wrong since from what from game two. Um, just it, it needs something to kick the energy levels up a notch. Um, again, no, it's beginning of the season. No, they're still trying to find the feet. You know, it's not going to be really until after the international break, six, seven games into the legs. You know, they'll start to feel feel that fitness back. Um, but to go from Huddersfield playing like that to then just like Luster against Swansea um, and again Stoke um, it was a bit better the tempo the tempo, the whole tempo of the game was up at Stoke um, it was just more about the defensive errors and then again Bristol City just lethargic at times and it's not good enough um, they're going to have to up that and I think maybe injecting a couple of players in there who haven't really had any minutes um, that might that may well help. Um, so we'll have to wait and see on that one. Um, just lucky because the next podcast won't be uh, until next week, so it'll be after the Forest Cup game. Um, so we'll do a little preview uh, for that. Um, looking forward to the game, of course. Um, be interesting to see which way he goes. Um, will he play some of the youngsters uh, as in the previous round? Um, but as I said, I think in last week's podcast, it's Nottingham Forest. You, you can't put a weakened side out. Um, I was listening to some of the comments on the uh, on on the phone in and other Derby podcasts. Um, you know, what do you do? Do you throw the youngsters in or not against Forest? There's a ne- there should be a never say die attitude. Uh, you, sh- you certainly shouldn't have to get them up for the game. You shouldn't have to get anybody up for the game. Um, it's a nothing to lose game. Uh, you know, if you come out of it on the right side or you know a solid performance, it can be a real platform. Um, fortunately, if it's one of those where obviously you scrutinise that much against Forest, if you uh, if you have a bit of a stinker, you might find yourself going backwards. Um, and, you know, what was somebody who was possibly up and coming in the first team, you could you could see them getting a real knock. Um, so we have to wait and see on that one. Um, I'd expect um, Hamer to be involved. Um, I think, and I, the more I think about it, the more I can see. I, I th- obviously, I think Koku likes Roos, but he's questionable. He's been questionable. I thought he was questionable last year when he was really came out as the number one. Um, he's he's not commanding of his area enough. 
Um, his ball at his feet, yeah, he can play all that. That's great. His distribution, to be fair, is pretty pretty good. Um, in fact, it's very good. Um, and things like that, that's fine. You know, his regular shot stopping, yeah, that, that's pretty good. Um, but his positioning sometimes is slightly out. And his commanded of the area, certainly from um, crosses and corners and things like that, just balls whipped in. He just doesn't command his area enough uh, for me. Um, and it puts pressure on the back line and it, it just makes us look a bit vulnerable. Um, and, you know, teams obviously are, are seeing these videos and watching us do it. And you can see that it's a weakness and that's why teams do it. So I think Hamer will start in the cup. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see him in a league match. Um, certainly if it continues in the same vein over the next two or three games where, you know, Roos is just, his commanding's just not there. You know, I mean, he's working with Shea Given, who, let's face it, was never one of the biggest goalkeepers in the world. You know, Roos is a, a, a quite a tall, tall goalkeeper. Um, so, you know, Shea should be able to teach him um, some things there. But, I'm, you know, obviously we're hoping um, that all the players improve. Um, you know, they've not been together um, the co with the coaching staff apart from Shea. Uh, for that long, so we'll have to wait and see. Um, I would expect Marriott to maybe start against Forest, dependent on how many minutes he gets tomorrow, and depending if he starts tomorrow. Um, I think you, you know, you're going to see. Uh, I think you might see Curtis Davis get a run out. Uh, I think you're going to see bits of Dwayne Holmes um, against Forest. I think that might be the first game that we see him uh, for the first team this season. Um, and then as Jason Knight, who um, Played again. Played quite a quite a large part of the game um, on Tuesday against Bristol. Um, looked very lively. Um, it's one of them. I yeah. I think you have to throw them in. Is it a do or die attitude? It's difficult to say. But you know, certainly if these young academy lads are from in and around Derbyshire, Nottinghamshire, they shouldn't need to get in. It should be a big game. That would be a big game for them. Um, so you know, they'd like that. Um, go and show what you can do. What other, what better game for somebody to make their debut or you know get one of the first first starts or you know obviously uh, first time involvements really properly with the first team you know Derby Forest what other better game um, and and it being in the cup you never really want to lose to them at any point but um, you know it'd be interesting to see what kind of a side Forest put out. Um, they got Derby are going to be backed by about three, just under three and a half thousand fans, um, which is fantastic. Um, I think so far Derby have sold out every away trip so far, um, and that will uh, continue as well in the league um, uh, for Brentford uh, next Saturday um, before the international break, and that one is also a sellout. I've been told. Um, so it's going to be interesting over the next two games. I'm expecting most people, you know, you like Mason Bennett might get a start against Forest. Obviously Patterson, ex Forest, he'd probably be keen on that. Um, sometimes you know those players go missing in those games, so it's it's one it's one to think about. Um, but we'll have to wait and see. Um, obviously get through tomorrow, see what kind of a team he puts out tomorrow. I'm not expecting too many changes, but I'll certainly bring Shinny in, but he just doesn't seem to be in the favour at the minute. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if, any, if he isn't in the squad for tomorrow, if he plays a, against Forest. Um, I think if he misses both, he doesn't, you know, he's not involved in both. I think that really raises eyebrows. 
um, which is unfortunate for him because uh, obviously he signed under Lampard um, on a pre-contract agreement and then obviously all the change in the summer he's come into a new club and he's been almost cast out straight away which is unfortunate because I think he is a player that we are possibly missing I think he could bring quite a bit to this squad uh, certainly to this team so I'd like to see him I'd like to see him involved and I know other other fans um, agree with me I've, I've seen the comments on Twitter and Facebook on other people's uh, threads and posts they want him involved um, they want Dwayne Holmes involved we want, we want Jack Marriott involved um, are we going to see all of those pieces together before the international break I would have to say possibly not but certainly coming back as long as the injuries um, you know, clear up over the international break um, it, we could see all those um, key components in the same side um, and that is going to be entertaining that's going to be exciting uh, looking forward to that uh, point in time but of course first concentrate on tomorrow West Brom um, see hopefully positive result we, we need to get off to a good start and of course and first goal is, as always it's not a cliche it is a cliche but first goal is most important and Derby need to get the ball rolling at home that's what they need to do they need to get the ball rolling at home get the monkey no it's not, it's not so much of a monkey it's only been two games but, you know, get the monkey off the back as such um, and then we can then start to look and uh, look forward to and enjoy um, the trip Tuesday night uh, to Nottingham Forest so on to a few of your comments and questions from social media guys um, on Twitter I've put a couple of questions and a couple of polls out there um, what this poll was uh, before the Bristol City game um, so obviously uh, after a solid start uh, of five points um, back to back home games um, points from the next two um, we got four from the corresponding fixtures last year and what kind of points returned from those two home games um, would we think would be acceptable um, and 62% um, of the vote went to four uh, four points from the two games well obviously we lost Tuesday so we now know we can only do a maximum of three and only, um, the, the options were uh, not to one which was only three percent so that was good enough uh, two to three points was six percent I say the majority was four points and 29 percent thought we were going to win both games um, so if we look at it now the two outcomes that we can have um, we could have three points from it or we could have just the one point uh, sorry we could have zero points or we could have one point um, and most people would say that that is not good enough um, I'd have to say I agree I thought we'd probably we, I thought we could get four points from those two games um, the next question kind of ties into what I'm just about to say um, that I put out um, is it a must win game tomorrow I mean beginning of the season is it must win I don't think you can put it in the same context but I thought I'd put the question out there it'd be interesting to see what people thought um, so far this poll is actually still running uh, on Twitter but we've got 53 votes so we've got a nice um, idea of what people think um, at the minute 47% say yes tomorrow is a must win game to get a season off and running 23% said no and the other option there was obviously not to lose it um, which again yeah, I'd take a point. 
um, off the back of a defeat, I'd take a point. But you're at home. Um, but again, you know, putting looking who we're playing. I think, yeah, I'd be happy. I could I could take a point. Uh, I'd like to see us score a goal. Uh, I'd like to see us score a couple of goals at home. Um, I'd like to see us cut out silly mistakes. Um, and obviously, if you can do all that, you're on to a winner. Um, so it'd be interesting to see what happens there. Um, all we can do is uh, all we can do is wait and see. Um, but yeah, I, I, I do think it is important that we get a very very positive result tomorrow. Not it isn't must win, of course it's not. Um, but I would like to see us do something um, with the game tomorrow. I think we could we could set a bit of a um, bit of a standard, bit of a put a bit of a marker down. I thought we put a bit of a marker down against Huddersfield. We backed it up with an off, you know, with a point, um, and you know, it was unbeaten in four. With you know, that's not a bad return, especially when you look at the fixtures. But then, if you go into tomorrow, you don't get anything from it. That's two defeats on the spin, no win in four. You then go to Brentford next week, who have had a torrid start. Um, and in the next podcast, we'll have a rundown before after the international break of how teams have started. But Brentford have had a torrid start. Um, you don't get anything from that game, and then all of a sudden, you know, you've lost three on the bounce, non, no winning five. It almost becomes a poor start. Um, but a win tomorrow, or a positive result tomorrow, I think you've got to win one of the next two games. If you can get four points from the next two games, I think that's a, that puts us back onto the solid start, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, questions out on Facebook, then. Um, I put a couple of questions out on Facebook this week. Um, started off with a similar question to what I asked on Twitter um, about um, what would be good from the uh, next two home games. Obviously, um, uh, again, Jake Hodge, uh, Lodge, sorry, Jake, um, agreed with me, four points, thought that was going to be um, a, a fair return, but of course we know that that's not going to be the case. Um, going on to just before the Tuesday's game, um, Josh Poxton on Facebook, uh, we I'd got I'd gone for a two-one win uh, against Bristol City. Um, Josh went for three-two if Marriott starts or two-two if not. Unfortunately, obviously we were wrong. I got the score right, just in the wrong order. Um, unfortunately for Derby, um, I also I commented obviously after the game on Tuesday, and I thought that we played all right, but the passing had to be better. Creative spark, as I keep saying, midfield's missing. Um, too many passengers um, in, in the side. A um, few comments on uh, on this post. Uh, we've got Jake Lodge commented again, um, agreeing with me. Lone, Malone, uh, sorry, Low, Malone, Huddleston, just not good enough. Um, Ricky Davy, um, poor first half, um, very, very slow. I'd have to agree, but second half were much better. Um, Kevin Nigel Smith, um, he he's opting. He wants Shinny uh, left back. He's not keen on low um, at the minute. He'd be interested in putting low out of the side, as I say, uh, switching Keogh to right back, Shinny at left back, Curtis Davis in the centre, holding uh, Bielik, uh, Holmes and Lawrence up front, Marriott Wagon with Martin behind them. Interesting comment. Um, and Simon Gibson commented on this on this uh, post. Um, Add Huddleston to the exit door. Our performance got better as we went further behind, 
but it had to because Bristol sat further back and let us come on to them, so it would have to. We can do better, and I must admit I have to agree with you there, Simon. Um, and then finally, the similar um, comment out on Facebook this morning, similar to the Twitter post. Um, do we need to win tomorrow? It's a, is it a must-win game to get our season up and running? Um, Steve Kirkie, the must-win game crap is starting early. I have to agree, Steve. I, I just put it out there. Don't think it is too early. Um, and Paul Kitchen commented, um, who agrees with Steve, it's not even out of August. Um, I'm not saying, guys, I, I appreciate your opinions. That's what it's all about. I'm not saying it's a must-win game. I'm, I was. It'd be interesting to see what you guys thought. And clearly, um, from this, no. Um, and I have to agree with you. I don't think it is. Uh, I don't think it's a must-win at all. Um, but as I say, the repercussions of, of losing it, especially with a new manager, especially with a new manager, new philosophy, new this, that and the other. We've seen other managers at Derby County not get the time. Not, uh, you know, Pearson, I, I think there was something completely wrong there. I think it was a, a clash of egos. Um, we saw Clement yeah, playing a certain style of football, got to the top of the league, got the sack. It, you know, it, it, it's... We know Mel's not quite as trigger happy as that anymore, but it's got to be, you know, it, the evidence is there. Uh, that is the way that our chairman's behaved in the past. As I, say, I don't think he's like that anymore, but especially with a new manager coming in, I mean, well, let me look at Frank's start last season, not, not too dissimilar um, to the way that Cocker is at the moment. Obviously, got his first away, got his first win in his first game, and then we got absolutely trounced by Leeds. And it took two or three games for us to find our feet and, and get a result. But of course, then eventually it all started to click. I think this team is going to click. There's no doubt. I'm almost certain of it. Uh, if we can, we've had a bit of bad luck with injuries. If we can get a few of those back over the international break um, and keep us keep our noses clean over the next two games, then we start moving in. We've got a couple of tricky fixtures uh, at the beginning uh, after the international break. I think we've got Leeds and Cardiff. Um, but after that, after the fixtures start to get that little bit easier, um, if you can call them that. Um, and then it will give us a chance to really get on the front foot. But I think going into that period on the back of only one win in six, two or three defeats, depending on how the next couple of games go, you know, that's not confidence. That, that can't breed you confidence. And as I say, it can very quickly swing from a very good start, solid start, to one that you could be looking at and going, oh, just missed opportunities. You know, we don't, and then as we well know, you know, they say winning's a habit. So losing can be a habit as well. Um, especially with the defensive frailties still, um, you know, we've got to work on that. We've got to get that right. Um, I don't want us to go into that international break uh, looking back and going, wow, you know, we we missed out there on 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 chances. I uh, mean, you know, Swansea probably should have beat those. Um, Stoke, possibly, we we had the chance. I mean, don't get me wrong, they had the chances, but we had the chance, um, and we didn't take it. Bristol City, we turn up for forty five minutes, give them a bit of a game, but as I say, it, it, at that point, it was pretty much game over. Um, it, it took a miracle to get through. Get, uh, get around him so I, I, I 
I think tomorrow's important for different reasons. I don't think it's a must-win. But I would be seriously concerned if we were to lose it and then having to travel to Brentford next week. As I say, you could all of a sudden find yourself going into the international break on the back of three defeats, no wins in five. That's not good enough. Um, if you've got aspirations of finishing in the, you know, in the top six, challenging for promotion this season, um, which of course we think that's what we're aiming for. I think every club tries to aim for all that. I mean, obviously, I think they find out pretty quickly if, if that's achievable or not. Um, and we'll have to wait and see. Um, but still, it's early days. You know, it is early days. The international break, uh, I'm, I'm sure Keogh's probably going away with Ireland. Uh, I think Tom Lawrence is going away with Wales. Um, don't know if Dwayne Holmes will be going anywhere uh, because obviously his injury. Um, so I know we'll probably lose a couple of the youngsters um, who, who represent their countries at uh, youth level. But you'd expect the bulk of the squad to be at more farm training, getting this connection right, getting more ideas through. As I say, we've seen it in patches. We just need to see it in a, in a performance. Like Huddersfield, it worked. Uh, that, that I'd be excited if we could if we could produce something like that again. Um, if we, and if we can perform like that, of course you're not going to perform like that every game. But if we can perform somewhere similar to that style of performance, that tempo, um, the, the start, um, the, just the way that that game was I th we're going to win more than we lose this season there's absolutely no doubt about that whatsoever um, and that's obviously what we want um, so then guys um, that pretty much wraps up the pod um, for this week so hope hope uh, everybody who's going tomorrow um, enjoys the day I'm certainly looking forward to it hoping obviously for that first home win um, something to cheer about um, that's what I'm looking forward to um, thanks very much for listening guys as I say any questions comments positive or negative we've heard some negative ones tonight not a problem I'm happy to hear them I'm happy to discuss them um, get in touch on Twitter it's at Rams Review 1 uh, Facebook is Rams Review or you can drop me an email, which is ramsreview at hotmail.com. As I say, guys, next week, the podcast will be after the Forest game. It'll be around Thursday, Friday next week. So we'll have the uh, the breakdown of tomorrow's game against West Brom. We'll have, uh, hopefully, uh, positive news there. Um, we'll have the result from Nottingham Forest, and hopefully, again, positive result there. And obviously, if we are, then we've uh, we've got a third-round tie to look forward to when we'll be discussing that. Um, and we'll then also be... Um, having a look uh, a bit more in depth at that Brentford game um, and then I'll be announcing um, how how the pod's going to go um, obviously in the international break because there'll be no games we'll have a good review of the um, first six six or seven games um, we'll have a start looking at the league table we'll start analysing other clubs we'll see what happens there um, obviously plenty of questions and polls being thrown out um, uh, you know, a season so far update. We'll comment on what kind. You know, I'll pop questions out on which players they think which people think have, have uh, you know started well and things like that. And there'll be plenty to do over the uh, over the international break. Um, exciting. Uh, might even chuck a quiz in there um, if possible. Um, I look forward to that. Um, thanks very much for listening, guys, and I'll see you next time. Thank you.